Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Deja vu in a different form. So last year... And I credit Nick Casario this with this. B. Scott, Figgy Fig, Landry Locker with you here on Houston Sports Leader, Sports Radio 610. So the, the proudest I was of Nick Casario last year, it was not when he drafted C.J. Stroud. Like, anyone can do that. Yep. Like, anyone can say, I'm going to take a quarterback, and you take the second-best quarterback. It's impressive, and I'm glad he came to that conclusion. Um, and a lot of us were wrong on that, including myself. Um, it wasn't when he traded up for Will Anderson. You, you had extra draft equity, and you were able to do that. So I, I, I don't like you can be being aggressive in the draft. That kind of happens. That's 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 not where I was the most impressed with Nick Casario's like mental makeup. For me, the most impressed I was with Nick Casario last year was when he let the market speak, and he took advantage of an opportunity based on what the market said, and he added an elite asset to his football team. And I'm talking about Dalton Schultz. Mm. Last year, the NFL draft, it was stacked at the tight end position. It was absolutely stacked at the tight end position. And because of that, most teams were not willing to pay big money for a tight end. And we go off of spot rack projections, and sometimes the market speaks, and those projections don't look good. Dalton Schultz last year, his projection was three years, $33 million. Yeah. The Texans wanted no part of that. Yeah. So they let Dalton Schultz test the market, and Dalton Schultz ended up being on the, on the market a little later than the Texans had anticipated. And the Texans ended up swooping in and grabbing Dalton Schultz on a one-year, $9-10 million deal, like in that range. Nick Casario let the market speak, and because of how things were lined up in the draft, he was able to take advantage of that and bring in a very key contributor to the Texans and a key contributor um, to C.J. Stroud's historic rookie year. That was last year. Yeah. This year, we're talking a lot about big-name receivers, and we're talking about Mike Evans, and, and, and we're talking about, you know, a lot of, a lot of these receivers, and, and, and we're looking at these projections, and we're saying this guy's going to get this much money, that guy's going to get that much money, and we're just assuming that wide receiver money is going to be the same. But if you look at the layout of the draft, 
it's actually pretty similar in that there are a lot of wide receivers in this draft, specifically in the first two days. Daniel Jeremiah said the top three players, if you ignore positional value, could be wide receivers. We're throwing out Franklin at Oregon as a potential guy for the Texans or Adonai Mitchell, and and they're drafting late in the first round. Those guys yeah. might not even go first round. Yeah. So I wonder if much like the market spoke to Dalton Schultz, if there's a receiver on the market that we might not even be talking about that that is projected to get X amount of dollars that Nick Casario could potentially bring in at a bargain, much like he did Dalton Schultz, and there's one guy that crosses my mind, and you see this name on the text line every once in a while. You see it on the text line. You see it in the YouTube comments. You see it in the Twitch comments. I won't even say his name. I'll let the great Gus Johnson say the man's name. Mayfield winds up down the field. Hollywood! Who is this kid? Where'd he come from? Kyler Murray delivers, and it's caught. Hollywood! Lights! Camera! Action! Hollywood Brown! Hollywood Brown, I think, brings an element to the Texans that I, I don't think that they possess, and that's that's deep shot ability that's unrealized potential and i don't think people are going to pay hollywood brown the projected three years 45 million dollars that he's projected to get because of the layout of the draft do i think the texans should pay hollywood brown three years 45 million no i didn't think they should pay dalton schultz three years 33 but the market spoke to dalton schultz at his position that market is kind of set up the same way at hollywood brown's position if you get to a situation where Hollywood Brown has to take like a one-year-ish deal, I think you could do a lot oh, worse than Hollywood oh, Brown. Yeah, yeah. I like the way you laid it out, especially at the end there, right? You, we're not talking about Hollywood Brown. I, I know, I'm not going to speak for you, but I'm pretty sure you're not talking about Hollywood Brown at crazy Hell Mike no. Evans-type prices. I'm talking about the market speaking to yes. him or maybe some of these other receivers to yes. where there are bargain opportunities much like there was with Schultz last year. Yeah, and much like Schultz, could be a better player than what the market dictates. Now, I think with Schultz, just to go back to that for a second, I do wonder, and wondered even at the time, how much the market was being dictated by the recency bias of how the Cowboys season ended last, or I guess now two years ago, his last season there with him not getting out of bounds or not getting to the first first down marker. And, you know, like it was a real end, weird ending to the Cowboys season. They Dalton Schultz. a stud behind him in yeah, Ferguson. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, okay, do we really need this guy? But it seemed to also neglect the fact that he was really, really good. And before that, but like prior to that, it seemed like, you know, that three years, $33 million sound pretty reasonable for Dalton Schultz, you know? So – I do wonder how much of it had to do with a recency bias that that the Texans ultimately benefited from, maybe perhaps benefited from. Yeah. And I don't know if it's quite the same with Holly. Like with Hollywood, he's also been hurt a little bit at times, and he's kind of just been in Arizona where, like, it's just almost like out of sight, out of mind. Of course, the Texans know uh, know about all the players from across the league. But yeah, I, I'm with you on this. Not at not at sticker price, but at depreciated value at hey market dictating that he gets less than and i'd hate it for him to not get what he feels like he's worth but for the texans yeah man i think that is something they could definitely take advantage of and if that's your third best receiver or if he's pushing to be your second best receiver i think you could do a lot worse than that at the uh 832 uh 
Someone says that Clint Sterner and Ron Hughley already dumped all over the idea of bringing in Hollywood Brown. I heard him. I heard him. Now, I think they probably dumped on the idea at, you know, three years, 45 million or being your top target. Like, yeah. I, Dalton Schultz was not the Texans' top target. Right. I'm just saying, I like, I could easily see the market speaking to Hollywood to where the price makes sense. I'm not sitting here pounding the table for Hollywood Brown. I, I'm, I'm more intrigued by the possibility of drafting a rookie. And if you want to talk about this type of player – Another possibility, like Xavier Worthy could be there in the second round. Yeah, I'm interested. And Xavier Worthy is kind of like a Hollywood Brown type of player. But younger. Yeah, but way younger and way yeah. cheaper. Yeah. So so Xavier Worthy in the second round, he's not even in the top 10 of receivers right now. So maybe that's a better possibility. But but I'll, I'm talking about the market speaking. I'm not saying Hollywood Brown as a top target. I'm talking about there's going to be guys. There's going to be guys who are cut June 1st. There's going to be guys who you think are going to get this much money and they're not going to get that much money and they become opportunities. I'm, I'm talking about this at a bargain price. I'm not pounding the table for Hollywood Brown. I, I heard a little bit of what Clinton Ron said. Yeah, they, they didn't say I wouldn't take Hollywood Brown on a one year deal uh, after the market speaks speaks to him. They, they they're saying that that wouldn't be like their top guy. And that's not a guy that they look at as like a game changer, like some of the the top big names that we're talking about love the idea for the market relative to the talent and i feel like the risk in that point the the reward far outweighs the risk so that's why i love it my pushback on hollywood brown and even xavier worthy to an extent would be all right you do already have a five nine ish receiver but he doesn't play that way no he doesn't no but but I, that's a problem for me too like honestly like i Credit to them for not playing that way, but you already okay. So you already got a five nine receiver that has shown his willingness to block on run plays at the goal line, you know. So you got a you got a gritty five nine guy already on your squad who blocks the risk injury. I I don't know how much I love the idea of having small tough guys on the team and and what that might mean for their risk injury. The uh, the other name that gets brought up, and this could be a same type of thing, is Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel's been in disastrous situations, Carolina and Washington. You can do a lot of things with him. Bobby Sloick might run four reverses a game with him, I think. Um, but Curtis Samuel's another guy where if the market speaks, I, I don't think that people are going to be paying Hollywood Brown and Curtis Samuel big money. Yeah. So the situation could line up. So whether it's Curtis Samuel, Hollywood Brown – Keep an eye on that. The other thing about this, and B. Scott, you mentioned drafting a uh, a wide receiver in the first round, Troy Franklin, Adonai Mitchell. Yep. And who knows who else comes up. Isn't it kind of like the fact that you're even having a discussion and as outlandish as this discussion typically is, you're that like the discussion's even being had about Mike Evans at 31 getting – X amount of money. Isn't that kind of like a case to draft a wide receiver in the first round? Yeah. Because they are so expensive? Yeah. No, I I think that that's the perfect case. And, and to me, it, it also falls in line with these arguments that we're making for Curtis Samuel and Hollywood, Hollywood Brown. They're so expensive, probably depending on how well you feel about the wide receivers at the top of the depth chart, being Nico Collins and, and, and Tank Dell. Okay, do you feel like you need to upgrade at that position at the top end or at the back end? Or do you just want to bet on the potential of what a rookie could provide you, what an Adonai Mitchell or a Franklin could provide you? Or is it just like upgrading from the Noah Browns and 
Robert Woods is of the world. Like, I, I think there's more than one way and not an exact science to this. Yeah, it's interesting. Text line 713-572-4610. Uh, personal phone as well. Not going to give you that one. Um, Sean Pendergast just texted in, and I, I think he, he brings up a good point. This segment, love the topic, by the way, is yet another argument against free spending Evans lover Lopez saying Evans is a no-brainer. Hey, Lopez is Lopez. I'm me. I'm open to the Mike Evans possibility, but I'm also like with how things are shaped up, I'm open to letting the market kind of speak. So I'm I'm with you on that. Yeah, but see, I, I'm. And this is the thing I can't get with my point we're, counterpoint. We're, but we're acting like I feel like with the Mike Evans thing, and this is where I'm I'm for it, and I understand all of the arguments against it. I think it actually makes sense. It, it I'll even concede this. It might actually be smarter to go after a Curtis Samuel and then draft a wide receiver. I'll go with that. I'll I'll concede that. However, the argument for Mike Evans is more so singularly about Mike Evans. We're not just giving you a blank 31-year-old wide receiver. I heard Sean even call him a Pro Bowl wide receiver. No, he's not just a Pro Bowl wide receiver. He's Mike Evans. All right, he's not just a 31-year-old pro bowl. We need a Sean run in. We've but, been talking about Sean enough. Well, we know he's a P1. We know he's a loophole. Yeah, no, but we need a Sean run in. And, and I, I bring love, your ass to the ring, you bald chump. I love you to death, but I feel like we got to say all of what it is. It's not just 31-year-old Pro Bowl wide receiver. It is this 31-year-old Pro Bowl Pro Bowl wide receiver. And I think Mike Evans, especially look, if it's not a four-year deal, if it's a three-year deal or less. I got a tough time saying no to it. If it's a three-year deal or less, I got a tough time saying no to Mike Evans, knowing what he is, knowing what he provides, and suspecting that he's got at least one, if not two more years of elite football in him. So so it's not just like, oh, well, you know, like the, the gap, the difference between Mike Evans added to this wide receiver room and say Hollywood Brown, Curtis Samuel, yeah. or the uncertainty of, Troy Franklin, Adonai Mitchell, and all of these other wide receivers that we like in the draft, it's just too wide of a gap for me to to, to shrug my shoulders at it. Yeah, I, I get that. There, It'll be interesting to see what Casario thinks about it. I, I definitely – I'm not as comfortable with the wide receiver position as many are. I, I've seen, you know, a small chunk from Tank Dell, and I've seen one season from Nico Collins. So, we'll see. I, I just think – I think there's going to be a balance – uh, with how Nick Casario approaches this position and, and and how he how he decides to to handle honestly I don't I, I don't see how you could watch the Jets game I know you hate it when I brought it up yeah. again I don't see how you can watch the Jets game and be like yeah I'm good with the wide receiver room no nah, because man it just takes a couple of things the, to happen and then you're like oh crap I, I don't have no wide receivers I don't think that there's enough attention being paid to just how the offense is set up right now. Like you got four, I'll say it again. You got a quarterback on his rookie deal. You got four wide receivers on rookie deals, and you've invested all you're going to invest in the offensive line, at least like significant investments. Yeah. So, does that not come into play? Like, do you not have any like disposable, dude, income type of? The, uh, you said significant. Key word here. Every investment that they've made. I tried to call Sean to the ring. It didn't work. Has been significant. Are they not all significant? The the most the least significant move that they've made on the offensive line is a second round pick at center, but everything else is either a first round pick or a gaudy contract. 
So, I mean, they've they've so done that. They've tried that. We got some uh, some news uh, for me and Rappaport. Mike, go. God, this is insane. Um, so this might this might impact the decision making by the Texans. So the NFL announced this is salary cap news. The uh, cap this upcoming season will be two fifty five point four per team with an additional seventy four million per club payment for player benefits. This includes performance based pay and benefits for retired players. Total 2024 player costs will be 329 per team or more than 10.5 billion league wide. Uh, this is an unprecedented $30 million increase per team uh, in this year's cap. And it's the result of the full repayment of all amounts advanced to the teams and deferred by the players during the COVID pandemic, as well as an extraordinary increase in media revenue for the 2024 season, close quote. So what, what's the best? There you go. What is one of like the top three, maybe top three, top five experiences in life? Free money, unexpected money. You know what I mean? Like when you get some money that you weren't expecting, maybe a check from a long time ago or somebody, I don't know, your uncle drops you $100 in a hand, gives you a $100 handshake or something like that. Like money that you didn't expect to get. Or didn't maybe didn't necessarily earn or whatever it is, but I, oh look, I got this extra money. Right. Nothing better to me. Yeah, this is new. This is new money. B. Scott's right there at the corner store right after that, man. I'm telling you, <laughs> let me get a, let me get an extra one of them. The bar too. Yeah, yeah, man. I can I can have a I can have a fourth. I'm usually good for three. I can have a fourth. <laughs> Why not? Newfound money. That's how I was in Vegas, actually. Yeah, I, I kid you not. I got an extra check for some freelance money or from freelance work that I'd done, and I was like, I got, I got to Vegas, and I was like, Oh damn, man, where'd that come from? We're spending a lot of money out here, and I was like, Oh, you know what? I didn't actually notice. Oh, where, where, where's that come from? I didn't, I didn't notice how much money I was spending out a little here. Little buzz. We're good. Bzz, bzz. I'll a little take money it. to spend. Or that that email notification. Your invoice is on the way. See, It'll be there tomorrow. I've really enjoyed I've enjoyed this back and forth with Payne and Pendergast cuz I think it's good. I think I think there's no there's no like set philosophy. Um and also, uh, you know, I I'm enjoying the uh the fact that it's uh focused on Lopez's philosophy right now. <laughs> cuz I'm not one to instigate. I just kind of moderate. Except for when we do the thing where I we am, I am where we instigator. lump in guys who are on the same show or at the same station. Yeah, like Those guys at 610 said this. That does not ha- that never happens. Those we never, guys we've never said the, the same thing. said this. We've never said the same thing. The guys at 610 talked about the fans. Yeah, that's never that's never the same guy. What's funny about that is that it's kind of how radio works. Like it only works because we don't say the same things. Yeah, it I, would really suck if we did. I do not. I, I do not agree with any of you, mofos, twenty-four seven, and I can assure you that y'all don't agree with me. Coming up, lunchtime confessions. I'm kind of over one of the current Texans, and I really just want to move on. Next, call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, lunchtime confessions. We confess our sin to you, the loophole sins. Uh, some of these have to do with sports. Some have nothing to do with sports, but we're transparent with you 24-7. Let it hang a little bit lower. During lunchtime confessions, it is time to confess. I'm I'm ready for Steven Nelson to be gone. I I appreciate your service. That was great last year. I'm I want I want to find the next Steven Nelson sooner rather than later. I saw um online he was pushing his podcast. He said something like his next topic is going to be. Twitter GMs, yada, 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 yada. Everyone thinks they're a GM, but they don't have the job title. My counter to him would be everybody thinks that they they can host a podcast. Yes. This was how he started. But it's be, it is because everybody. Yeah, that's true. For better or worse, but does host a podcast. So this is, this is how he started. This podcast that he's pushing now, this is how he started his podcast. And, and I want you to listen to the smacking of the gum into the mic. Uh, as well, but this is how the podcast started out. That he keeps pushing. He put this tape out there, and is pushing it. No, no, no. You got to share that junk. So when we say we live on YouTube, they can hear us talking right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, YouTube, what's poppin', YouTube, baby? what's poppin', baby? <laughs> Look out for the cookout. You know what I'm saying? Hey, no, we, you know what I mean? No YouTube. YouTube, welcome. I mean, I feel like y'all invaded a little space, but welcome to the house. Yes, yes, yes. How about yes. that? The corner suite house. The corner suite, welcome to the spot. What did you say? Look at it, welcome what? to the spot, G spot, <laughs> hey, look at it, whatever you want to call it, baby. G spot, it is the spot. This is the spot to be. Yeah, this is the spot to be, whatever you want to be. This is the spot to be. This is where you need to be. Oh if I was on oh YouTube, God. I'd be here. Yo. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be right here if I was on YouTube, baby. Hey, man, I need a shirt to say I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Just turn around. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. Hold on. I'm tell my on. What you said? I'm drunk. <laughs> 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 don't even talk no more. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Dude, that, that YouTube. This, hey, YouTube. this is the part that you do before you hit record. Was everybody got their pod juice and cups filled because we about to have a great uh, 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 show right here. We're going to have think? a great show, man. Uh, welcome back. Welcome back. Corner Suite, me and my guy, Dante. We know, you know that. We clicked on it. Mr. Five Picks right here. This is Steve Nelson. Let's get it. Let's get it. You know what I mean? Corner Suite, baby. No, please get Corner it. Corner Suite. We please get on, it. Man, pour some of this pod juice. Please pour some of that pod so, juice. Before we get up into it. So then he grabs a bottle of uh, pod juice. It looks like like a really nice bottle of liquor, and th- he can't open the bottle. So this is what this is the podcast that he's pushing everyone to. And by the way, when when he actually breaks it down, it's not much better. Like it's it's not much like it, it's not it, he's not Jonathan Joseph. He's not JJ Watt. But when he starts breaking it down, it's not much better. And apparently, they couldn't pour up before. 
So he can't even open the pod juice bottle. Here, here's here's more from Steven Nelson. You know, I, I I like being live more than more than now. How you feel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause uh, uh, big lights and big stage. You know what I'm saying? I perform better. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. I perform better. Five picks. Tell him just roll the ball out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> in between them lines. <laughs> And in between the corner sweep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going up. We're going up, baby. You know what I'm saying? Y'all hear my boy. Pie juice. You know what I'm saying? Everybody been asking and, and, and oh, talking about. Oh, no. A little, little technical. Oh, you got it? A little it? technicality. Okay, hold well. On. Keep going, keep Why going. Why is he doing this? Everybody been asking us, what is in the pie juice? Yo, I got to come on set to see what's in the pie juice. I need to come on. I need to come to the corner sweep. And, yeah. and drink whatever y'all drinking with this pod juice. Dog, am I tripping? Hold on. You big I'm, tripping, bro. Tri- look here, look here, look here, look here. I know I ain't tripping, dog. Hold up. Pod juice don't even No, watch, watch this. No, I see. I seen. Hello. I seen. I seen. Look. Dog. We need to have a... Uh, where are our technical difficulties? Oh, people? my God. We have a technical... Dog. Where are our technical difficulties? Hold on, hold on. No, no, we live. This, this is the perfect thing about being live. Y'all yeah. see the real shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, come on, man. Get the... Po- Help us out, help us out in the back, help us out in the back. Pie juice, baby. Is that not, yeah, like, yeah. how gross is that to you? Like the gum in the ear. Okay. It's disgusting. Okay. Okay. Oh. That's, that's spit. That's, that's live that's nasty, spit. That's bro. live spit. That's like noise. number We're one still thing alive, baby? This is, and this, they put What'd this out say, as a my, podcast my episode. This is not a live. This is a podcast episode. Like this is, this is literally like in an audio form. Yeah, that joint hand got, got stuck or something. Oh. Anyway. Oh. Here we go. 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 Man, that gum is in HD form, Dude, man. So then, so then, here we go. So then, and 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 again, the good stuff is not much better. But then you have this. So that I guess I don't know if they are sponsored or not. I doubt it. But there's like an energy drink up there, and you know how normally you'll do a read. You'll be like, yeah, this is sponsored by Blank Energy. You know, the 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 most pure form of energy. Blah blah blah. This dude pulls out an energy can. I think he's trying to act like it's sponsored, but it's really not. And he's reading the flavors, and then he's reading the slogan. Listen to this. Listen to this. This is the podcast that Steven Nelson is pushing. This is the tape that he's putting out there. Hey, Uptime, appreciate the follow, too, man. Uptime, baby. Uptime. We Yo, Uptime. Uptime energy drink. Uptime getting so personal. Ooh. With the corner sweep, yes, Lord. Gum, I mean, we like we you like the ambiance that y'all providing the, us the uptime. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. uptime showing us love, man. Yo, uptime showing us real love, oh, man. We on. we get that, get that, get that. What Look flavor that is? What flavor that is? This. I got raspberry lemon. What you got? I got that green mandarin. Uptime, that green mandarin hit. I ain't tried that one yet. Look here, y'all. Uptime energy drink. It'll keep you on your toes anytime from midnight to three a.m. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a serious combination, my boy. We got mental. That thing say mental, physical, energy drink, natural mm. caffeine, zero sugar. You know what I'm saying? Always a positive. If you if you calorie watching. Oh, hold on. They even got like a little slogan. Okay. Awaken the senses with the refreshing and sparkling blend of green mandarin yes, and can. other natural flavors. Damn. Awaken the senses. This, what y'all don't say? What y'all this is say? the start look of the here, podcast. Mine say the same thing. Awaken your senses. Your senses. So uptime, uptime out here. Awaken senses. Awakening senses. 
So if your senses are 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 yeah, yeah diminishing, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and need and need some attention. Yeah, this is what the advertising these Uptime days. Uptime got you. I don't think there's. Yo, man, shout out, uh, shout out to Uptime and, and, and of course, yeah, Lucia cigars. For a great drink and pod juice. You spread them out. Lucia guitar. Uh, I said guitars. I'm bugging. Lucia, Lucia cigar. I'm bugging. <laughs> I think he's so. Lucia disgusting. guitar. Uh, that. Cigars. He called the cigars guitars. Oh, shout out to them boys, man. And shout out to that pod juice. You see what pod juice do to people, man. Folks? Y'all, I'm calling cigars guitars. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. All right, that's the. I mean, th- this is what he's pushing. You, you know what this sound like? They got to be nervous or something. Uh, this sound like a regular Instagram live. Remember back in the day, yeah. you used to go on Instagram live. Yeah. And people, oh, oh, we live. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you know that's what? That's what this sound like. I'm glad you said that, Figgy, because this reminded me of when they were like, oh, so when we live, that mean they can hear us. This remind me of like the first time I ever went live on Facebook yes. in like 2015 or whatever that was. Yes, that's what it felt like. Yeah. Oh, so this is Facebook Live. I I just don't know what he's doing with this podcast, man. Like I don't know what is going on here. I, I we, we got to find another corner, man. <laughs> Thank you for your service. They wouldn't have been as far as they they were without you. Uh, perhaps the the play that allowed the Texans to win their first playoff game since 2019, but. Man, don't don't talk about Twitter GMs and stuff because obviously fans are going to have opinions. Not everyone should start a podcast. My goodness. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Watch this. I'm not going to recover from that one. Save me, B. Scott. Hey, nah, all that being said, I think I found Landry's blind spot or a blind spot of Landry. I got many. This is something that I've been picking up on for a while, and this is another example of it. Not that points weren't made just now. Points were definitely made. That was awful. God awful. What we just heard. But Landry's got a blind spot for athletes with awful digital presence. Really anybody. If if your social media is whack, if your podcast is whack, if your YouTube, if your digital presence is whack, Landry's going to lose some respect for you even if you got some qualities about you that are worth respecting. Titus Howard started looking like a schmuck on social media at times during the year, and Landry started to question if that dude could even play football. Now we got Steven Nelson, who we all acknowledge can definitely play football, was one of their better players last year. And, hey, if they don't bring him back, what did Cody Stoops say? I would like to find the next Steven Nelson as opposed to bringing the the current Steven Nelson back. They got to figure out something. But how does Landry feel about it? Nah, man, just get this dude the hell out of here. His digital presence is whack. I see. I I like I like what Tunsil does. I like. I, I even respect what Micah Parsons, Tyree Kill, all of them are doing. I just think that sometimes, like, if you have, if if there's like things that you aren't good at, hide it, man. Like, if you put yeah. on, if you put on 15 pounds, wear a hoodie, wear your shirts a little more loose. Yeah, I can speak from experience on that. Like, if like Stephen Nelson, for Stephen Nelson to think that he's just really tearing up the game right now. Because what happened is he looked at Micah Parsons and Tyree Kill. He's like, man, I'm ready for that. You're not, man. Yeah. Well, part of you're it is not. also a lack of respect for media, for people that are outside of media. And so, like, if you're a media outsider and, and like, disapprove of media, there's this feeling that, hey, I can just jump on it and I can do it better than the, than the folks that do it. And that don't necessarily be the case. Lunchtime Confessions here on In the Loop on Sports Radio 610. Coming up. Saquon Barkley, question was asked this morning by our guy Seth. Is he even good? Is Saquon Barkley even good? Let's get to the bottom of that next. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 
Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. All right, Saquon Barkley. Five reasons the Texans should sign Saquon Barkley. B. Scott has these reasons. Then we're going to ask another question that was posed on the air this morning. Is is Saquon good? 713-572-4610. Slime off coming up at 120. B. Scott has his five reasons to sign Saquon Barkley. Lay him out. Hey, man, good or not, still in his prime. Still in his prime. I feel like this is the anti-argument against a Derrick Henry who, I'll be honest, I'm I'm here for some Derrick Henry on a short-term deal. But with Saquon specifically, still in his prime, plenty of tread left on the tire. You cannot make the case that this is an, an old running back or damaged goods or any of that. 26 years old. This is the second contract. Saquon Barkley still in his prime. I think that is good enough reason to to at least consider it and certainly to sign Saquon Barkley. That's right. number one. Next reason, numero dos. All right, man, look, he's already shown that he can be the focal point of an offense that goes to the playoffs. He carried that Giants team, and for some reason, the Giants made the decision to pay Daniel Jones instead of Saquon Barkley, in spite of the fact that Saquon Barkley was primarily the reason why they were in that position. But nonetheless, we did see we were – we were given evidence from that season, from the 2022 season, that Saquon Barkley can take a team and be the focal point of an offense that goes to the playoffs. And by the way, if he were to be signed with the Texans, he wouldn't be asked to do that anymore. So you got a guy that can be the focal point of an offense that would be coming to an offense that he would not have to be the focal point of. I think that that's intrigued. Next reason, number three. You are uniquely qualified to pay Saquon Barkley you don't have to pay the quarterback right now you don't have to pay the edge rusher that looks like a guy that you're gonna have to pay eventually right now you don't have to pay the cornerback even just yet you are uniquely qualified to pay a little bit extra for a luxury item which I will admit Saquon Barkley I could see how that could be a luxury item a a high-priced free agent running back but you're uniquely qualified to do it number four I think you're killing two birds with one stone. I think we acknowledge that they've got to upgrade the wide receiver position. We're just probably across the board in disagreement on exactly how they should go about it. But they've got to add more weapons to the passing game. Saquon Barkley is one of those. And he's addressing this issue that you got it running back. This hole that you've got it running back. We talked earlier in the show about wanting to add a Pro Bowl player at a position. Well, I I feel like you accomplished that with Saquon Barkley by adding a Pro Bowl-level running back who also makes your passing game that more explosive. Last one. Final reason, throwback Joe Webb, number five. Last one here, baby. What is Bobby Sloyd going to do with an actual running back? With with an actual running game? And this is not disrespect to Devin Singletary. I like what Devin Singletary was able to do last year. But I think the one... Main criticism for me with with Bobby Sloick last year was, especially with him coming in as a first-year offensive coordinator and having been the passing game coordinator where he came from in San Francisco, the question that I still had was, can he scheme up a run game? Now, to be fair to him, he didn't have exactly what you'd want at the position. At times he did good with, though. Yeah, with, with yeah I, thought, I thought at times, times he did, he did good. Well. And, Cincinnati and, comes and, to mind. Yeah, and, Arizona. And, yeah, and part of it, too, I thought I thought Singletary also did a better job of making the most out of an offensive line that just overall did not perform at the level that you would like to for the investment that you had there. But you would get the answer. This, this boy wonder, this guy that other teams want to interview for a head coach, 
because of what he's doing from the Shanahan tree, what he's doing with this Texans offense, you would get to get the complete picture of, all right, what can he do with an actual running back, with an actual running game? I think it gives you some insight into Bobby Slug. He ain't going to be around for much longer. I'd like to see him get the most out of a player like that. Those are Scott's five thoughts on why the Texans should sign Saquon Barkley. Scott's thoughts here on In the Loop Sports Radio 610. Coming up next, uh, we're going to go around the NFL. But right now, this was uh, a question. I didn't even think this was going to come up. Um, this was with uh, Sean and Seth. Struck a nerve a little bit. They were uh, they were talking about Saquon Barkley. We had the back and forth about San Francisco. Uh, but this question got posed by the great Seth Payne earlier today. It's not as simple as, hey, spend big on these these two like running see, I still do I don't want to pay a running back on a second contract. I'm almost dead set opposed to it, unless he's like the cherry on top. Like the McCaffrey type, like if, if Saquon. Right, and could even be then like they McCaffrey. didn't actually right, and even McCaffrey they didn't really spend on They traded him. half a draft. I mean yeah. that, I wouldn't dismiss trading half of a draft when you have limited draft equity. I would say and that's it, a lot. And like I said, that was the cherry on top. Yeah. That's different than where the Texans are right now. Maybe. I guess I just part of it is too where I'm like I don't like is I, is Saquon Barkley that good? I, are yeah, we still like, I'm are hearing we you not be, be very sold on Saquon Barkley <laughs> as a football player right now. Yeah, like I'm like I feel like we're drafting Saquon Barkley a here little more bit. so than like, hey, just imagine what he might do. He's been in the league for five years. All right, crosstalk <laughs> brought to you by Dean and Lisa. Okay, there you go. So is Saquon Barkley good? I was surprised by that. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't realize that that was a question. And, and, and honestly, this bothers me a little bit because Seth, I can acknowledge this. Seth, having played a decade in the NFL, knows a lot about football. Like yeah. I, I don't, I don't feel like I'm breaking he likes ground Derek there. Henry. He's a Derrick Henry guy in his yeah. defense. Yeah. He, so the guy knows what he's talking about. All of us, I feel like there's a consensus whether you want Saquon or not. Feel like he's good. So somebody, yeah. somebody here sounds crazy, and I feel like the guy who knows more about the subject matter is the one who sounds crazy. Seth, yes, he's yeah. good. He's good, my guy. Here, here's he's good. Here's the other thing about it that I think is is interesting, and I I I'm not going to dismiss trading half a draft and then bringing in a a relatively high running back contract. That that seems expensive to me. Like that that seems like a lot. Did, did San Francisco think he was the missing piece? Like he was, they were they were okay when they traded for him. Like they had they they weren't like it wasn't like oh this is going to put him over the top it was actually kind of a ridiculed mute uh move the quarterback situation was suspect yeah like they like they ended up not losing a game with him in there but i don't i don't know they like, have a franchise quarterback but I, but I get what he's saying like you are, is he the final piece this is not expensive like this is what this is what i feel like is going on here and i'm enjoying the hell out of this cuz this is the dialogue that the people are having so lopez wants to just throw money at mike evans and saquon Payne and Pendergast want to look at other impactful positions, although I'm, I'm not paying a linebacker a lot of money. I think that's like a, a prototypical bad move. But I almost feel like Seth is shopping for a big screen TV 20 years ago. Like, he's acting like running backs cost the same now as they did even like a short time ago. Like, people don't value running backs to where you get bargains. Like, you can go to Costco and get a big screen TV for $300 now. You go to Target and get a big screen TV for three hundred dollars. They used to be like a couple thousand or whatever the hell, whatever the hell, big screen TVs were. They used to be expensive as hell. Yeah, I don't, 
I think they're looking at the running back position like you're still paying guys $15, $20 million a year, and that that's not what that's not what's happened yeah. with, with the running backs. You, you get to, and we've talked about this before, you as a squad, the Texans as a squad, could benefit from this market correction or however you want to actually look at it, this, this devaluing of the running back position. The Texans can benefit from that. I mean, we're not that far removed from all of these guys getting on a Zoom call and talking about how they are underpaid. Yeah, well, Austin Eckler. It ain't got better. Like, newsflash, that didn't help them. That didn't, like, break ground or change the landscape or anything. They're still underpaid. And sorry for those guys, but the teams that are going to pay them, that are going to get to underpay them, are going to benefit from this market, from this idea that that running backs are somehow not valuable, and maybe, maybe they're not as valuable as the game as the game and the league becomes more pass happy. But ones who provide that dynamic that Saquon does, I think, are different. They are in a different characterization for me. I just wonder, like, we do this, I do this. I'm, you you take examples of things and you say, well, this happened, so you don't do this. It happens all the time, and, and and it gets it gets kind of difficult because you can find an example of anything. What what's like even a similarity to where the Texans' situation is right now? Because I do I do love that Seth is saying you know they're still still rebuilding, and he wants to balance aggression and rebuilding. Lopez is treating this like the Texans are one player away or a couple players away, and a good offseason puts them into the Super Bowl. I'm not saying which side is right or wrong, but I do like that Seth's kind of balancing both of those out i don't know like what specific instance i point to and say like this is where the this is where the texans are you know like i I don't know that i can point to buffalo two years ago or cincinnati joe burrow's second year i don't like the tone of and i'm not gonna say i haven't been guilty of this myself at some point but i don't even like the tone of one player away because that suggests a level of desperation that I don't feel like exists in this scenario. It's like, well, you're not just one player away, so you can't spend all of this money on the one player. Or the other side of it is, man, hey, all you need is this, and you'll be great. It's like, no, just like, how much money do you got? You got a bunch of money? Okay. You're trying to upgrade your talent? Oh, you feel like the window is open because you've got some of these key positions figured out? on top of the head coaching situation, like that's how it's different from the previous years. Nick Casario has had to nickel and dime his way to a roster, or at least had to for his first two seasons, and didn't have all of those things figured out. Now they do have those things figured out, plus more money at their disposal to do more things. It ain't got to be this, are we one player away kind of thing. Like to me, the tone of that just is unnecessary. It's just, hey, how much talent can we get for this money and let's go get it? See, and I'll also confess something. Like, I I am, I don't want to say triggered, but I'm kind of disgusted with the way the running back position is spoken of. I think it's unfair. I, I do get that you can find backs and you can find bargains and, you know, don't draft a running back here and positional value and all that. I, I don't think that the Lions regret drafting Jameer Gibbs last year. And I don't think that the the Falcons are up in arms because they took Bijan Robinson, regardless of what happened last year. But I feel like anytime something goes wrong with a running back, like the Chiefs draft Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and all of a sudden, like that's pointed to as 
That's why you don't draft a running back in the first round. I'm telling you, damn it. What if they would have drafted Jonathan Taylor instead? Yeah. Like, what if they would have drafted J.K. Dobbins and J.K. Dobbins would have stayed healthy? Yeah. Like, and, it, and how does the presence of Jameer Gibbs and what he did this year with the Lions, how does that, like, reverse that thinking? Like, there's does all it, kinds of, there's all kind of busts in the NFL draft. And, and, and a lot of times, like, there's a better chance that a guy's not going to pan out than it is that he will. But you don't sit there and say, well, that's why you don't draft a quarterback. That's why you don't draft this. That's why you don't draft that. And these guys still impact the game. Yeah. Like, it's not like the game. Like, the game has changed. Yes, teams pass more, but... Like, there's a reason that the teams that run the ball effectively, but we focus on, well, you know, this team had this, like, oh, the 49ers, man, it doesn't matter who their running back is. They have Elijah Mitchell. Okay, well, they also drafted Trey Sermon on day two. That didn't even work out. Then they decided, okay, we're going to trade half a draft for Christian McCaffrey. Like, it's it, it it's just a position that I think has been so devalued that it's a bargain now. Yeah. Like, sometimes you don't, like, if, if we were saying that they were going to get, like, top money in the league no that's but but i feel like they're almost like a bargain now to where the risk isn't as high yeah and, and there is some balance between for me the cautionary tale which you have you've got plenty of cautionary tales maybe clyde edwards hilaire is one but there's cautionary tale and there's the self-fulfilling prophecy whereof okay so we've been saying for however long that the running back position is devalued and so then you look up and you see a bad running back move or acquisition or draft pick, and you're like, all right, that reinforces what we've been saying about the running back position, whereas maybe it's just a cautionary tale about that particular process or that particular uh, player, and you can just isolate it to just be that particular situation. Cautionary tale versus self-fulfilling prophecy. You need to find yourself somewhere in, in the, the middle. middle. Yeah. Somewhere in the middle, I think, is a healthy yeah. place to be. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving this. I'm loving this back and forth. We'll hear Lopez get dissected by uh, Payne and Pendergast uh, when we go around the league. Or did he? <laughs> Getting a lot of support on the text line for the OG. Shout out to all the loopholes. Uh, but coming up next, Texans' biggest hater has spoken. He's expecting small things from the Texans this upcoming season. Plus, there's uncertainty when it comes to a certain free agent. But he knows one thing for sure. He ain't going back there. I'll tell you where that is next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.